Hi, welcome to Teach Me Biology, our revision podcast for A-level biology students. I'm Ria Corbett. And I'm Sarah Matthews. Hi, I'm Ria Corbett. I'm a science teacher with biology specialism. And on Teach Me Biology, I am teaching my co-host and my little sister, Sarah Matthews, biology A-level topic by topic to hopefully provide our lovely listeners you lot with an audio revision resource. Yes, we hope that you incorporate us into your revision and as a part of your learning journey, dip in and out, listen to the <laughs> listen to the episodes on your weaker topics or use us as your audio biology bible. <laughs> Whatever you need us for, we are here. You tried. I tried to do you it tried. without. I thought I'd throw the sticky paper away, but... Maybe next week. Maybe next week. Maybe, maybe. I will get it. <laughs> Episode 13. Mm-hmm. I'm lucky for some. I'm glad it hasn't coincided with Halloween this week. 13. This will go out on the 20... It'll be the week before. Something. So, um, we're looking at osmosis. Yes. Osmosis today. So, it's our second episode on transport processes. We looked at uh, simple and facilitated diffusion in last week's episode. So, this is our episode on osmosis. And the thoughts on osmosis. Uh, diffusion of liquids. Water. Yes. Spot yes. on, yeah. Got it. So it's a type of diffusion and it's about the movement of water. That's the end. <laughs> yeah. Thanks Thanks for listening. <laughs> Should we start with the definition like we did last week? Yes. And break it down. So osmosis is the passage of water from a region where it has a higher water potential to a region where it has a lower water potential through a selectively permeable membrane. So you were right about the water bit. Normally, we when we talk about diffusion, we talk about concentration, haven't we, in the past? Moving said... from a high concentration to a low concentration. Exactly, yeah. yeah. But in this case, we're not talking about concentrations. We talk about water potential. Okay, okay. and that means how far it can go. It, it Yeah, kind of, yeah. yeah. It's about how, what potential it has to move. At A-level, we do not talk about water concentration or a high concentration or a low concentration when we talk about osmosis. We only ever talk about a water potential. But it's the same idea. It's a high water potential to a low water potential. You've got to change the wording. So water potential is pressure created by water molecules. So the more water molecules there are, the more pressure they are creating where they are. So the more likely they are to move. Mm -hmm. Okay. so that's basically what water potential is. Now, there are units for water potential. Killer pascals. Killer pascals? No. Killer (laughs) kilo pascals. Ki- okay, that's not as interesting as it sounds. <laughs> Kilo pascals. Okay, I thought you were saying kilo pascals. No. I was like, wow. No, it was just the way I, the way it came out of my mouth just sounded wrong. Kilo pascals. Kilo pascals. So it's a little K and then a big P, little A. That's what the like the abbreviation unit okay. would be. Now, pure water, so the highest possible water potential is zero kilopascals. That's the highest. And that is the highest. Okay. Any solution, and do you know what a solution is? Like a thing in a cup. Yeah, so it's water, but with solutes dissolved in it. Right, okay. Like salt or Uh sugar or something. Or coffee. Um, Yeah, or coffee, yeah. So water that has anything dissolved in it would have a lower water potential than just pure water, wouldn't it? You tell me. Because there's less water compared okay to pure water because yeah. it's no longer pure water so it's going to be a lower water potential uh-huh. so because 
pure water is zero kilopascals, and that's the highest it could possibly be, any solution must have a negative water potential. Does that mean if I got a cup of lovely fresh cold water, right, and then another cup, same cup, with some seawater in it, right, and then I just chucked them onto a table, right, <laughs> that one of them would go further, that the normal cold water would go further than just the salt water well, from it, the sea? It, because the thing is, it's not really about how far they'll go in a in an area it's about water moving from one place into another so it would be about the pure lovely cold water yeah being the highest water (laughs) thirsty now (laughs) having having the highest water potential and the water would move into the salty water because that's got a lower water potential oh okay so they'd actually join it's about sort of mixing a little bit spice girls to become one to become one because tonight is the night So you understand that the, the salt water that you're talking about would have what we call a negative right, okay. a negative uh-huh. value because it has to because it's going to be lower than zero. So that would mean that the bigger the number or the, the bigger the negative value, the lower the water potential. A bigger negative number is less. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Yeah. Yes. And does that go on infinitely? I suppose, I suppose it could, would. Yeah. I yeah. suppose it would. So if you had two solutions and one was negative 10 kilopascals, and the other was negative 30 kilopascals, which one's got the lowest water potential? The negative 30. The negative 30, because it's a bigger negative number, so it's lower down the negative scale. So if we just go back to that definition for a second, the passage of water from a region where there is a higher water potential, so more water, Mm -hmm. more pressure, more likely to move, and more likely to be closer to zero to a region where there has a there is a lower water potential so likely to be a negative water potential less water there less less water present less pressure less likely to move the same rules apply here as applied with diffusion and facilitated diffusion it's a passive process do you remember what that meant last week it only has the the potential it's only got whatever energy potential it's got already like it hasn't you can't it won't have any more than what it already has yeah so in terms of energy there's no external energy being used. Yes. There's no energy from respiration. There's no ATP being used. Only the energy that the particles have at that time, the kinetic energy that yes. they currently have that will allow them to move. Yeah, well done. So that, that's exactly what passive means. And it's always down a gradient. In this case, yes. it's a water potential gradient instead of a concentration gradient. Yep. Okay. So it's from high to low, high water potential to low water potential, which is down a gradient. Now... Again, water potential gradients are affected by the same things as normal diffusion gradients are. So we talked a little bit about this last week. Thickness of the surface. The membrane. The thickness of the membrane. So obviously the thicker the membrane or the thicker the surface of the diffusion, mm-hmm. the longer the pathway. Are they, the they're usually five. Make. Yeah, we sort of talked about how it, this, a membrane is typically about five nanometers. Yeah. So that there's a very short diffusion pathway, and then we talked a little bit about mitochondria and things like that, didn't we? And they yeah. were one. The one mic- they're, they're literally one micrometre in width, the whole organelle, mm-hmm. to ensure that glucose, oxygen, all those things, carbon dioxide, have a short diffusion pathway. The surface area is also going to be a big factor. So the larger the surface area, the quicker osmosis is going to be. So remember we talked about this last week, where we talked about cells having villi, microvilli, 
the outer surface is, is folded and then so if you together, took it and stretched it out it would be so big it would be a lot bigger mm-hmm. but it's in a smaller space yes and the, but the surface is still there for the osmosis yes, to take place that's like in the lining of the small intestine just like in the lining of the small intestine lining of the alveoli well done anywhere where there's a absorption taking place mm-hmm. where you, in the body and also the water potential gradient so the bigger the gradient the faster it will be yeah the bigger the difference in water potential the faster it will be and then it will slow down as they even out so there is a big required practical based around the, the idea of osmosis and it's about, it's about finding out the water potential of plant tissue for that you would use a particular plant tissue like maybe carrot or potato or beetroot and it would be about finding out the water potential inside the cells of that particular vegetable. Right? Okay, and you would do that how? And the way seeing, that, seeing how much liquid leaked out. Exactly. The way that you would do it is you would put them in known concentrations of water or known concentrations, and you would leave them for a set amount of time. You'd have weighed them before you put them in, oh. and then you would weigh them after. Great. So any gain or loss mm-hmm. could be recorded. Yeah. And the assumption would be that that is the loss of water or the gain of water. And then you would graph the results. Whatever the line on the graph fell where there was no movement of water, you would know that that was the water potential inside the tissue mm-hmm. because it must be the same inside and outside. I'm guessing that the usual results is that it always gains. Well, you would always put them in such a range of concentrations that you would get a gain and a loss so that you could find it somewhere in the middle Mm -hmm. on the graph. Now, obviously, talking through the process of that practical and the results and the graphing of those results and how to work things out, it's very difficult to do over a podcast. So we hope to aim videos at the required practicals and the data and the math Mm -hmm. side of things. It would still be us and it would still be me teaching Sarah, but it would be us on a a video as opposed to just our voices. So Mm -hmm. we can show you things as well. So that's what we'll do. But what I will just quickly do is just talk about how cells are affected by osmosis, which would kind of be a sort of science behind it a little bit and why we use plant tissue and not animal tissue and it's just easier anyway there are specific vegetables that you can use that are good that you can leave in water that don't get too messy and too Mm -hmm. destroyed and stuff but it's also important to know the range of vegetables you could use because we had this a few years ago with the year 11s doing their GCSE biology they had learnt about this practical at GCSE as well but they'd done it using potato but the osmosis question was about carrot. And some of them couldn't answer the question because they didn't... Because it was a different thing. It was a different vegetable. So cue then everyone having to do carrot experiments as well and <laughs> making it really clear that it could not just potato, it could also be carrot. It doesn't matter what vegetable you use, it's the same principle. No, and... this should be potato. <laughs> but, but genuinely, students will sit in an exam and be like, we haven't been taught about carrots. I can't answer this question. Instead of looking at it and applying the knowledge that they yeah. have about osmosis. Okay, so remember, <laughs> any veg. Any veg. It, yeah. could, it could also be Any of egg. your five a day. It could also be egg as well. Or egg. There's a few different ones, but, okay. they, but they're normally those three. Scrambled? <laughs> no, usually boiled. Okay. It's usually, I was going to say scrambled then. It's usually <laughs> carrot, potato or beetroot I've seen used. Beetroot's a good one, yeah. yeah. Right, okay, so I'll just, we'll just quickly talk about sort of Could tell you the story yeah. about beetroot. Yeah. So one time I um, came home from school, right, and I went into the kitchen and the fridge door was open. 
Uh, I looked at the floor. I just saw uh, Mum's legs like sticking out and just like a load of red all over the floor. And I was like freaking out. I was like, oh my God. And I pulled the fridge door aside and Mum was just cleaning up. She'd spilt loads of beetroot on the floor. <laughs> I thought it was blood and that she was on the floor. Oh my God. That's... It was just some beetroot spilling <laughs> on the floor from like big, big, big jar. jar of beetroot. But you would panic. Spill everywhere. You literally would panic. <laughs> What's going on? All right. just beetroot everywhere just cleaning up the beetroot (laughs) if you think about cells in a human body or in any animal really in any organism your body will always make sure or try and make sure that all of the cells are kept isotonic do you know do you remember what that meant it means that they will be alive in the no it means that they're in the same concentration that's it yeah as the cell okay they would always be kept in a fluid in the body and then it means the that blood like, or whatever that because it's the same it will be quicker it won't it? no because it's the same there'll be no movement at all because i remember if the concentrations are the same inside and outside water shouldn't move so that your cells don't get damaged they should always really be isotonic mm-hmm. the same concentration as the outside of the cell but there are some situations where that doesn't happen there are, and, and if a cell was to be put into a solution that had, say, a higher water potential or more water, what might happen to that cell? Explode. Yeah, exactly. It would burst. An animal cell would, because our cell membranes... An animal cell would. But a plant cell wouldn't, because it's got a rigid cell wall. Exactly, and this is exactly the point that I was trying to make there. Well done. So an animal cell only has the plasma membrane, Mm -hmm. which isn't really very elastic. It won't stretch. Um, It will allow a little bit of water to be taken on, but eventually the membrane will break if there's too much water inside mm-hmm. and the cell will lies which means everything will just leak out just, mm-hmm. it's got no it will have no structure so the opposite of that if if an animal cell was to be placed into a solution that had a lower water potential than inside the cell what would happen then would some of the cell come out so the water would leave the cell yeah and what would happen to the cell it would shrivel up and it, die exactly it would shrivel up it would shrink the point you made earlier was was spot on Plant cells would not burst and they would not shrink because of the cellulose cell wall. Mm-hmm. Do you remember we t- remember when we talked about cellulose and the structure of cellulose? Do you remember what the structure was? It doesn't matter if you don't remember because you, you won't have gone over it again since we've done it. It was like some boxes. Yeah, so it, it was, was loads beta, of boxes. Beta glucose in straight chains. Yes. Yeah. And there were cross bridges yes, between the chains of hydrogen bonds. That really tough, strong, the chains and then the cross bridges building up that stability. So it was about having strength and stability. So if a plant cell was put into a solution which had a higher water potential, it would still take on water and it would swell a little bit and the cell wall and membrane would push out a little bit, but it would never break. Uh-huh because of that love, that stability. And then at the opposite of that, you've got the the losing water. So if it was in a solution that had a lower water potential than inside the cell, the cell would lose water. But the, the cell wall will always keep that shape. It would never shrivel mm-hmm. or shrink mm-hmm. like an animal cell would. You would, however, have a little bit of what we call, it becomes plasmalised because the cytoplasm and the vacuole are going to lose water. So actually the cytoplasm will shrink a little bit and it will move away from the membrane and the wall and become small it wouldn't fill the whole cell the cytoplasm would move away but the cell would still keep that shape overall Mm -hmm. even though the insides kind of shriveling up the cell itself would still be intact how weird so if it was to be refreshed with water 
it would still live. Now, animal cells could still do that if they'd shrunk, if you were to give it more water or allow it to take on more water. It would probably go back. But obviously, a burst cell can never be saved. So that sort of situation for animal cells is, is quite bad. If the body is struggling to maintain concentrations of water for different reasons, whether it be dehydration, whether it be too much water being drunk and uh, blood becoming very dilute, that sort of thing, that's where those problems can arise. I think that's it. Well, that's it? That's it, yeah. Oh. Yeah, that's it. I'll see you next week then. <laughs> well, no, because we've still got to do the questions and all the things. So, should we look at some exam questions? Osmosis questions are going to be very much about comparing to other transport processes or massive questions looking at the practical. Right, so which we be, haven't it done. It would be database and things like that. Yeah. But I have picked out three questions that are just about osmosis and that sort of basic idea of the movement of water and stuff. So I've got three to ask you. So question one, give two similarities in the movement of substances by diffusion and by osmosis. Two marks. Well, I would say about the gradient, but it's different, yeah. isn't it? No, no, that's oh, okay. still the same, yeah. It's still down a gradient, so it's still a mark uh-huh. from high to low. And So remember I talked about the rules that still apply here. Passive. It's passive. Well, passive, well yeah. Both of the processes are passive. So we don't use any energy from aspiration or we don't use any ATP. Okay? Mm-hmm. Number two. Explain how water enters a bacterial cell. A bacterial cell. So if it's entering the bacterial cell, what must the water potential be inside that cell? Lower. It must be lower. So the water potential must be lower inside the cell. So water moves in via... Osmosis. Exactly. Oh, okay. I thought we were talk about cell walls or something. No, absolutely. Oh, okay. no, it's just that. Okay. So that was a two mark question. And all it said was explain how water enters a bacterial cell. So you would just say osmosis. You have to mention osmosis because that's how water moves. Mm-hmm. And it only moves if the water potential is lower. Lower where it's on going. the inside. For the mark scheme there, the word water potential for one mark is underlined. So you have to mention water potential. And then in the second mark, osmosis is underlined, so you've got to mention osmosis uh-huh. to get those marks. Question three. The water potential of a plant cell is minus 400 or negative 400 kilopascals. The cell is put into a solution with a water potential of minus 650 kilopascals. Describe and explain what will happen to the cell. Three marks. The water will come out of the cell? Yeah. Why? Neg- negative 400 closer to the middle, closer to closer zero. Closer to zero. So negative 650 is it, more negative. It's more negative. Yep. So it's less watery. Yes, there's less and then, There's less water, but it's a lower so water So it will potential. come out of the cell because it's more watery in exactly. the cell. So one of the marking points is that water will move to the more negative water potential. So from 400 to 650 minus. Yeah. Okay. So that's one of the points. What would the other points be? What sort of cell was it? Plant. It would never burst. It won't burst, no. But it, it's, lose, it's losing water. <laughs> losing so water it's not anyway. The cytoplasm might shrivel up. Exactly. The vacuole might move, get smaller. Okay, good, yeah. So that marking point, the markers are cell becomes plasmalised. Okay, never would have got or, that. Or never would have remembered. The description that you just gave me. Oh, okay. Cytoplasm shrivels up or moves away from the membrane uh-huh. or the cell wall would be that mark. Uh-huh. Yeah. But, cool. And then you've got the fact that water is the water will move to the more negative water potential. Uh-huh. By? Osmosis. That's your third mark. I've maybe got one. Yes. Everyone in the microphone, remember this. A bigger negative number 
means a lower water potential. So I'll do my roundup. Yes. Okay. Osmosis is the diffusion of water down a water potential gradient through a partially permeable membrane. The more water present in an area, the more pressure created by the water particles. Therefore, the more likely they are to move where there is less water. This is water potential. It has a unit of kilopascals, and pure water has the highest possible water potential of zero kilopascals. Therefore, all solutions, which are solutes dissolved in water, will have a negative value. The more negative the value, the lower the water potential. Osmosis is a passive process, so it does not involve any energy from respiration or ATP only the kinetic energy the water particles have. Osmosis is affected by the size of the water potential gradient. So the bigger the difference in water potential, the faster the rate of osmosis, slowing down as the water potential evens out. The thickness of the surface area affects osmosis, so the thicker the surface that the water passes through, the longer the diffusion pathway, therefore the slower osmosis will be. And it's also affected by surface area, so the larger the surface area, the faster the rate of osmosis will be. Any animal cells placed in a solution with a higher water potential than the cell would take on water due to osmosis. And because there is no cell wall, the cell membrane is likely to burst and the cell will lyse. The opposite of this would cause the cell to shrink. Plant cells, however, would swell but not burst due to the cellulose cell wall giving stability and protection. If a plant cell lost water by osmosis by being placed in a solution with a lower water potential, then the cell would not shrink. The cell would keep its shape, but the cytoplasm would pull away from the wall and membrane, and we call this plasmalised. Okay? Yes. What are your takeaways? My takeaways are that um, minus 600 is a lower number than minus 400. <laughs> yes. On the scale. Yeah. And zero is like a normal concentration. What did you say it was? Zero kilopascals is the water potential mm-hmm. for water. Kilopascal sounds like some like murderous name, like kilopascal. 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 Yeah, it's passive as well. It's the same as diffusion. It's passive. If the cells get not full up, they can become plasmalized. If the cells become, if the cells are, em- are empty of water. Yeah, so if, the pla- if, an em- if, a plant cell, if the plant cell loses water, it becomes plasmalised. Uh-huh. Yeah, well and done. beetroot as well. And beetroot mm-hmm. is used. Yes. Okay, so we will follow this up eventually with a video for the required practical mm-hmm. and the sort of maths and graph work that goes along with that. So That's look out for that. That's going to be like us putting some potato into a cup. It might be, or it might just be diagrams. Can we also do that one where you put a tooth in some coke? No. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> That's the best one. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, we probably won't do the practical, probably just have diagrams or oh, okay. like oh, right. drawings or whatever, mm-hmm. something along those lines. But I love we doing could, practicals. We could also point them in the direction of, vid- of videos where people are carrying out the practical if they can't mm-hmm. find them. Yeah. And that would be helpful too. Moving on, mm-hmm. contact us. You haven't done any of your um, books of the week. Oh, yeah. Your wider reading. Oh, my wider reading. So, what am I reminding you of this time? The so Body. It's October. Yep, so we are... Bill Bryson. We're reading Bill Bryson's The Body, and we are listening to New Scientist Weekly. Yes. It's because I've been moving on to other things, and I've forgotten about this, because I've been researching the next few months of 
oh, like okay. wider reading because there's one that I've found out about that I was like really excited about okay, that I've never cool. used before. So I was looking into that. So I've forgotten about these ones. So Bill Bryson, but I read that ages ago. So I forgot about it. <laughs> <laughs> Bill Bryson's The Body, fantastic book. Just body facts. Every every part of the body discussed. It's so amazing. Your weekly roundup of science news from New Scientist Weekly. A lot easier than having than reading the magazine, but then you can if you if there's a good story and you want to read, want to get that magazine. You can get it in any supermarket. You don't have to subscribe. Whatever you want to do, really, if you're mm-hmm. interested in it. So, if you wanted to contact us, if this happens to be the very first time you've ever listened to this podcast, <laughs> you can contact us by... <clears throat> www dot for God's sake <laughs> teachmescience.co.uk that's our website that's our website on there it's got resources it's also got all the wider reading if you f- somehow forget that and, um, the, and the episodes as well and all the episodes as well you can tweet at us at teachmebiocast you can drop us an email at teachmebiologycast at gmail dot com and we are also on Instagram, and that is at Teach Me Biology Cast. And Rhea runs those things because I don't like social media. <laughs> yeah, I do. I do. I don't put a lot on, but I hope what's on there is useful. Uh huh. Yeah. I mean, if someone wanted to specifically talk to me, just let Rhea know. Yeah. I don't know why when anyone would specifically want to talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Um. Was that the bell? Yep. That's oh, the bell. Fantastic. I've got music. Music? Mm-hmm. Wahey. Well, hey. Yes. Why did doing... I just say wahey? Well, I just said wahey. Well, <laughs> Cut it out. Wahey! Well, hey. <laughs> this has been Teach Me Biology. My name is Sarah Matthews. Thank you for listening. I'm Rhea Corbett. Bye. Bye. Bye.